0: Welcome to the Automators. I'm David Sparks and joined by my co-host, Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rosemary.
1: Hey, how are you, David?
0: I am great. And this is the Automators where we talk about how to automate your technology to do your work for you. And this is an episode I have been looking forward to. We're going to be talking today about the new iOS 16 focus modes, how they work, what we're doing and how you can use them to your advantage.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are. But uh, I thought before we dive into that, I mean, it's focus mode adjacent. Um, but uh, I I decided that I was going to go strap, strap an iPod, uh, iPad Pro to my wrist. Um, yeah. Or, well, it's an Apple Watch Ultra. But for me, it certainly feels like it's uh, an iPad Pro. But I'm really liking it. Uh, did you get one, David?
0: Yeah, I did. And, you know, so now I have a Series 7 I need to sell cuz I bought it thinking, well, I'll try it. I think it's going to be too big and I immediately fell in love with this thing. My initial mm-hmm. reaction when they leaked the the kind of the industrial design of it, I thought it, I didn't care for it. But then when I put it on, I like this watch and uh I like yeah. that I go to bed and it has like 20, you know, it has like 75% of the battery left <laughs> and the uh Yes. I kind of like the bigger screen, and it, it looks good on my wrist. But I'm bigger than you are, so uh, I, I guess um we should just start with that. How how does it fit on your wrist? You're a, you're a tiny person.
1: Yeah. So uh, for context, and I'll uh, try and put a link to uh, the post for this in the show notes for folks. Um, uh, my. Uh wrist is pretty much the size of the old 38 mil watch, um, which has slowly over the years grown to 42 mil, but they have managed to more or less without increasing the casing size that much. Um so the Apple Watch Ultra is a is a look on me. It is a big chunky watch. But you know what? I actually really like it. Um it is pretty big, but it's not too big. It's not too crazy, Um, and uh, it's certainly just, you know, it it feels chunky, but I think the trade-off in extra battery life is going to be great. Speaking of which, I really need to set it up so that when I go into my podcasting focus mode, it checks my Apple Watch battery level and then tells me to charge it if it needs to, because uh, with this new battery, I keep forgetting to charge the darn thing. It's great. I'm I'm really liking it.
0: Yeah, when I go into my podcasting focus mode, uh, the watch face turns green and the faces Hmm. turn to uh, the time, like I get the London time zone, but now I'm teasing what we're going to be talking about later. (laughs) Now, if they made the same features and functionality, maybe a slightly less battery life and slightly smaller, would you get that one over the big one?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. 100%. If they had offered the the smaller one, this would have been a no brainer instead of me slowly trying to talk myself into it for a couple of weeks and then managing to get a uh, appointment at the Apple store to pick one up um on on the on launch day which uh they still had them in stock when i left which was uh good to know um but yeah it, it it's one of those things especially coming from the smaller watch that means that none uh, of my previous straps fit which is just a little bit sad um but you know what i i'm living with it uh i'm still going to keep one of the smaller watches um and uh you know i'll i'll figure out because I've, I've got a series six and a series seven um i'll figure out which which one i'm going to keep as my my sleep watch or similar for uh Occasions where I want to dress up and use some fancier straps.
0: Well, this is going to be my only watch and it was really love at first sight. It's, it's lighter than it looks. It feels yes. great on my arm. Doesn't bother me at all. I, uh, I like the band that came with it. It's already dirty. Uh, the orange one got dirty pretty fast, but the, um, but overall, I, I just think it's great and, uh, super happy with it, but I have a little bit of an automation crisis related to the Apple watch ultra and oh, that is, yeah that is there's an extra button rose and the button can be used to program a shortcut and it's yeah. like what do you do you yeah. have one button that can program and it's got
1: one setting you can't change that setting like this is this is the worst part of it for me i was hoping that there was going to be a button in shortcuts where i was going to be able to go yep set my action button to this or i was gonna be able to set it per watch face or per focus mode yeah something like that you know focus mode
0: is what i wanted like if i am in podcasting mode and i push the button something happens whereas if i'm in work mode or personal mode something different happens and yep uh, it doesn't have that built in but we are clever automators aren't we
1: we are clever automators. And not only are we clever automators, uh, iOS 16.1 is helping us out here. So uh, if you are not on the beta, then you, you won't have 16.1 yet. You're going to have to hold on a little bit. But don't worry, it'll be out soon along with iPadOS uh, 16.1, which iPadOS 16 doesn't exist. Um, so, um, you know, there, there's a, a bonus little action there that helps us. And that's get focus mode. So that gets your current focus mode. There's also another one which is very helpful for getting your current watch face. Um, And uh, so between the fact that you can get your focus mode and you can get your watch face, then you will be able to uh, get those pieces of information and then do something with those to figure out what you're doing. Um, And so uh, what I've started by doing is I started by thinking, okay, what are the easiest, most simple use cases um, that I will have for this. And so I started, uh, with my fitness, uh, focus mode, which does not get a lot of usage, probably get a little bit more use. Um, and I've just said, Hey, if the uh, current focus mode is fitness, um, then, um, the action that I would like to do is actually start a dance workout with an open goal. And then I'm using the stop shortcut action. And the stop shortcut action here is key for meaning that I do not have thousands of nested ifs because otherwise you, you've you got else if this else if that else if that and you you slowly end up with like you know fingers with the screen left um with with content in it um so what i'm doing is uh, i'm just saying hey if it's this do the thing and stop the shortcut and that's it the end of story um so uh yeah and then the final thing that it does if none of the things apply uh i get a list of my apple watch faces I get a random item from that list because you can get use the get from list action with a random parameter um, and it it gives you the random item and then you can set your active watch face to the outcome of the list. Um, And so that means that if I don't have something set up for um, that, uh, whatever, you know, this is like my default fall through action, then I get a random watch face and a notification that says hello world, because I wanted to uh, test that it worked and I haven't removed that bit yet.
0: Yeah. That that's madness to me, like randomly changing the watch faces. I can't do that.
1: Oh yeah. No, this, this is literally in, in case of, you know, nothing else applying, but you know, while I'm working, it does things while I'm, um, you know, uh, podcasting, it does another thing um, and so on and so forth. So I've got it set up to be, um, you know, it's covered the vast majority of cases. It's just, if I press this and I'm not in any focus mode, I think what it should probably do is uh, start a timer for me, like start uh, or prompt me to start some kind of timer, because that is one of the frequent things I do on the Apple watch, but I've not got around to that yet.
0: Uh, I'd like to go back to something. I'm just to make sure everybody caught that is um, there is a problem with shortcuts in the sense that, you know, it's a programming language, but it's, it's fairly limited. And, it is very easy to get caught in like this never ending nesting list of if statements. So like one of the ways Rose could have done it is to say, if focus mode is work, then do this else. If focus mode is, you know, driving, do this. And then like they just keep nesting deeper and deeper and it is madness to do it that way. So explain how you got around that just a little slower.
1: Yeah, so I'm using the if statement and I delete the otherwise part. That's the first thing I do with the, when I've added the if. And then I, I set the if parameters to whatever it is I need. So in this case, and I'll, I'll put a link um, to a, a mini post that I'm putting together in the show notes uh, on this as well for folks. Um, but, you know, in this case, I'm checking that my current focus mode um, is at the fitness one. And then I'm saying inside of the if statement, I'm going to do my action. Um, And then stop and uh, stop the shortcut. So there's, there's two kinds of stop. There's stop and output or there's just stop. You can use whichever you like. It doesn't matter here. But the key is putting that stop inside the if statement because that way I don't need the otherwise. And whatever comes afterwards, I know that the previous thing is over and done with.
0: Yeah. So basically the shortcut just goes down the if list. Like if you are in work mode, but you're not in work mode, it just jumps to the next if occurrence. Yeah it's not nesting them but whenever yeah. it does hit the one that said oh she is in work mode then do this shortcut and then stop the shortcut and then it doesn't look at the rest of the list to see if you're in driving mode or whatever and it's yeah. very ingenious throws as always you come up with great ideas to make this stuff easier for us um, uh, i would like to see apple come up with ways to do this better so we don't have to make these uh, you know these funny hacks but it works and i strongly recommend everybody that's got one of these ultra watches take a look at Rosa script because i i think this is the the way you do it you've made it contextual like I, yeah. I i looked at different options i was looking at like well do i put a contextual menu and then have it say well pick what you're going to do you know what is are you going to write or are you going to you know podcast or whatever but that's what focus modes are. We're, we're about to spend a whole show talking about focus modes, and I can apply a focus mode to my watch very quickly. You just swipe up and you tap it, so I don't need the button to do that. And um, you know, you've come up with I think a, a pretty good solution where you can run a specific shortcut based on where you are. The other one I got thinking is if you're really into, um, if you're really into toggle timing or using Timery. I think mm-hmm. this would, that button would also be a good solution to say, just start a new timer, you know, cause the timery watch app is actually very good. And uh, so you could just, you know, trigger that. I mean, let's be honest, I'm not going to use it to, you know, trigger me climbing Mount Everest, but you know, <laughs> yeah. starting a yeah. timer. Yeah. That's probably about my speed, <laughs> but so yeah. I was thinking about it for that purpose as well. Which then got me thinking, man, wouldn't it be nice if we could have, you know, a double tap or some a long press or, you know, like do one more thing with that button.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I really. Well, if, as a warning, uh, if you haven't tried long pressing on this, uh, it starts a siren. Yeah. Um, that is the default setting. Um, and that is. uh a, a fun experience to discover in a crowded mall. Uh, I was not the person who discovered this I would like to point out. Uh, I was the person who was still setting up my Apple watch sitting there eating some sushi and the person next to me was setting up their Apple watch and they were playing with it and they pressed and held the button And uh, we all regretted that we all regretted that decision. Um, but, but, but you was know,
0: I, I tried it It didn't seem like it was that loud. Like I keep thinking because where I hike we get mountain lions occasionally and like i like a loud noise will scare them off so you know just put like one of those little pocket air horns in your pocket and that that could save your life but this isn't enough this isn't going to chase away a mountain lion
1: I I can tell you in a uh, large, uh, hard-floored, hard-ceiling, open space um, with not enough people in it, that was pretty darn loud. (laughs) Okay, Um, okay. So, you know, it it really echoed off the walls there. It was impressive. And, uh, you know, one of those things, he figured out how to turn it off very quickly. I'm sure it still felt like it took an absolute eternity to him. But, uh, yeah, good news, is it works. Um, But, yeah, then... um, uh it it's just one of those things, but uh, I don't know like who dives enough that they want a button on the side of their watch that, regardless of when or where they are, will start diving like a star diving mode that that yes. to me seems like overkill like uh, from what i know about diving especially um you know like deep sea diving like you have to be careful you can't do it too much because it puts your body under a lot of pressure and stress uh
0: i think this was here for um recreational diving i mean it only goes yeah. to it only goes to basically 100 feet
1: yeah exactly and so people, th-
0: th- those are pretty safe dives you can do those regularly um yeah. i i do wonder like i just want to see in a year how many divers are using the Apple watch as opposed to a dedicated dive computer. But you know, I could see that a lot of recreational divers may do it. I mean, it seems like the software is good. The user interface. I mean, I've had limited experience with dive computers. I I do scuba dive, but only like with a professional and only when I'm in Hawaii, it's like a rare occasion thing. And the guy I dive with has a very fancy dive computer. And, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm just the you know the tourist that he takes down fifty feet to look at the turtle, so it doesn't really, yeah, it's overkill. And I could see yeah. people that like do what I do, but recreationally, uh, might might use it. But you know,
1: to yeah, each his own. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things where I, I look at this and think, you know, like so there, there for people who don't have the ultra and haven't seen it, there's uh, a number of options. There is workout stopwatch, waypoint, backtrack, dive, torch shortcut and none so you can just have that button do absolutely nothing if you want um and you know it's not a hugely limited list of options but i do think that they've missed two really big tricks give me a shortcut section that lets me configure this and tie it into those focus modes let me have like my default action button mode here in the watch app and then let me change it in a focus mode setting because they've already brought the Apple watch faces into focus modes. Um, and so this to me seems like an obvious natural extension, but you, I mean, you can't even configure the the action button per watch face, um, which to me would be the other way that I would want to configure it or think that I could configure it. Um, but that said, you know, I'm able to work around this pretty nicely with a shortcut um, uh, it turns off if you turn off the show when run action, um, for, uh, the setting your watch face, uh, in the Apple watch, um, in the shortcut that you're going to use with your ultra button, it significantly speeds things up that caught me out, uh, for the first hour or so when I was playing with this. So I was like, shortcuts shouldn't be this slow on my Apple watch. You know, like it's, I'm aware it, it's no, it's not exactly, you know, my Mac studio, but it's still a pretty good device. What's happening here? Why is it so slow? And then I realized I had a, a show when run there, and it was just, it was trying to do a show when run, but it wasn't didn't have anything to show me, and so it it didn't know what to do. Um, so I I turned that off and it sped everything up again. But uh, yeah, it's 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 nice having this option. I think I need to do more with like getting my calendar, um, and tying things into what's in my calendar and so on, so that I know more context for all of this.
0: Well, I do think that, you know, Apple's trying to keep it simple. And they're like, if you're a runner and you want to do your splits with the action button, I can see the arguments being saying, no, if the, if the user picked this action, then we want it to u- run no matter what focus mode they're in, no matter what watch face they've got on. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, the way you'd solve that problem is you'd put a setting in the watch faces and focus modes. And yeah. during the setup, when you do the initial choice, it just applies it universally and makes that your default, no matter what yes. device. And then, But then gives nerds like us the ability to go in and change it and say, well, you know, if I'm in work mode, I want to run this other shortcut. And yeah. um, hopefully yeah, they'll exactly. get there. I mean, it's early days.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing with setting it in the watch face and the focus mode is to me, um, you know, which one of those takes precedence, right? So if I set it on yeah, the watch face and I set it in the focus mode, which one is King yeah, you got or clean one um, yeah. yeah yeah so I mean I would suggest that perhaps if you don't have a setting on the watch face then you could um, override it in the focus mode but if you choose a watch face for your focus mode um, but then still you can you can change watch faces while you're in a focus mode hmm I feel like maybe skip the watch face preference. Uh, there we yeah. go, Apple, we've just solved your crisis for you. Um, cause obviously you were having a crisis, not, um, but, uh, yeah, fingers crossed, uh, there'll be options, uh, to improve this a little bit further, uh, which will be pretty good, uh, when we get them.
0: Yeah. If I, if I had my choice, I'd agree with you. I would have a, if it was only one place, it would be focus mode. And yeah, that being said, when I choose a focus mode, it picks a specific watch. I, I generate watch races for each focus mode, but I feel like, I'm probably in the minority on that. It's a little too geeky, you know, for most people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have different watch faces. So when my podcasting focus mode starts, it actually um, figures out which podcast I'm recording. Um, and I've recently updated the way that I do that because the way I start my podcasting focus modes is 99.9% of the time by clicking on a bunch action in my Mac menu bar. Um, and so it knows when I click record automators that I'm planning on recording automators. So it saves that into DataJar. <laughs> and it just says, hey, she's recording automators. And that, that means that I can just grab that information out of DataJar and say, okay, this is where we're at. All
0: right. Put, um, put that, that in this. your hat. I want to talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get get back to
1: that. But what that means is then when that focus mode activates, I can look it up and I can say, hey, if it's automators, set the watch face to this stop shortcut. Um, So uh, by the way, the stop shortcut thing, just to circle back to that, um, this is very useful for things like doing setting thing, doing things like setting your watch face. Um, and so on. Um and what I would recommend if you're thinking, oh, but there's like three or four different things that I, I want to be able to do, so I can't use the stop shortcut action. You can have a, a a shortcut for setting the watch face and for um you know, setting your wallpaper or whatever it is. Um, you know, you can have multiple shortcuts and run multiple shortcuts, yeah, um within this, which is which is how I do it because then I can also reuse those shortcuts whenever I like because, a lot of those shortcuts, especially things like setting my watch face, those are on my Apple Watch as well, so that I can run them from the Apple Watch.
0: I think a good rule of thumb with shortcuts is always if you can break it down to a smaller unit, then do that. Yeah. Because it costs you nothing to make a shortcut that says run this these two shortcuts. Yeah. You know, it doesn't slow you down. It just, and then you've got in components, and then you can call those components in different shortcuts. You can mix mm. the. You know, it's like. You know, you can mix the ingredients together in different shortcuts. You only have to fix it in one place. It's just, it's just yes. better all the way around.
1: Yes, and also just to to note back uh, previously, um, before we could kind of run shortcuts without displaying them, um, uh, the accepted way to make a shortcut faster was to wrap it in a run shortcut action in another shortcut. Because then you would just watch the progress bar. Yeah. If you if you did the like show while running option, then it then it was much slower. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's quite nice that we still have, uh, that, that sort of thing, uh, around because it it really does make, make it a lot easier to use these things. And also when somebody says to me, Hey Rose, like, how do you deal with the, uh, the watch face stuff? I don't have to send them a huge shortcut and say, uh, right, well, like ignore the first 350 actions. Um, you just want like actions 351 to 358, um, you know. I'd have to copy those out otherwise. So uh, it's quite nice to just have it broken down like that.
0: This episode of The Automators is brought to you by Amazon Pharmacy, the pharmacy that really delivers. Learn more now at amazon.com automators. Drugstores can be really inconvenient. You never know if you're going to get there between the times they actually open and close. And there's usually long lines to deal with. And that's where Amazon Pharmacy comes in. Yes, that Amazon. Amazon Pharmacy delivers a better pharmacy experience that delivers directly to your door and works with most insurance plans. Amazon Pharmacy helps you save time, save money, and stay healthy. There's transparent pricing so you know what you'll pay before you pay it. That's so good. And Prime members can save 80% on their prescriptions. And like mentioned earlier, Amazon Pharmacy works with most insurance plans. And if you ever have any questions or problems, real pharmacists are always available at Amazon Pharmacy, no matter what time of day or night. Your medications get delivered to your door, so there's no more rushing out to the store hoping to get there before they close. A pharmacy that works for your life with meds delivered to your door. It doesn't get any better than that. Switch to Amazon Pharmacy and save time, save money, and stay healthy. Learn more at Amazon.com slash Automators. That's A-M-A-Z-O-N dot com slash automators. Those average savings are based on usage and in inside Rx data as compared to cash prices. Average savings for all generics are 78%, 37% for selected brand medications and restrictions to apply. Our thanks to Amazon Pharmacy for their support of the Automators podcast and all of FM. All right, Rose, before we get into what we're doing with uh, focus modes, let's just talk about iOS 16 and focus modes. We've mentioned this briefly on the show during WWDC, but I feel like now that it's shipped, we've got a much better idea of all the improvements to focus modes with uh, iOS 16. Where do you want to start?
1: I want to start with the Sherlock shortcut sections, which, to be clear, are still present in shortcuts, but I feel like uh, the fact that Apple have taken what uh, a lot of people were doing with shortcuts related to the focus modes and brought that into the focus modes itself is a fabulous. You know, I'm I'm really pleased to see that they're clearly you know get making the use of this anonymous feedback and and data tracking that they get um, to see what people are doing. And b it's it's just really nice to know that I can set up a focus mode for say uh, fitness, like my ballet classes and so on. And I can choose my wallpapers and I can choose uh, my home screens and I can choose my watch face and I can even do things like set low power mode um, and uh, the appearance. So my sleep focus mode uses low power mode because that also slows down things like push notifications and so on. And I don't care about push notifications from emails while I'm asleep. That yeah. That's fine. I'll get them when I wake up. That That's the first I need to hear of them. Um and uh I always want it in dark mode, regardless of when I'm sleeping. Uh, you know, if I'm sleeping at two o'clock in the afternoon because I'm ill, uh, then I will be darkening the room as much as possible. And I do not want to be uh blinded by a white iPhone screen if I happen to wake up and check it. Um so uh yeah, I'm I'm really liking the fact that they've they've clearly been observing what people have been asking for and um putting uh and and doing and pulling that into the focus modes and that clearly has kicked off the start of the focus filters, but it's just really good to see that this has been put somewhere very, very obvious for people to use.
0: Yeah. And the the focus filters are already getting adopted by third-party applications. So, uh, you know, kind of the, the big view of focus filters is when I go into a specific focus mode, I can give instructions to system settings like dark versus light mode or applications as to what information they display the obvious examples are email and calendar apps. So like if you have yep. a focus mode related to work, you can say, only show me my work calendar. And, you yep. know, the Apple calendar app supported it initially, now Fantastic Fantastical supports it. I'm sure some of the other third-party apps are already on the bandwagon. But the idea is if I put myself in work focus mode, I don't see my personal calendar anymore. And I just see work. And then the opposite, when I go home and I leave work mode, then the work calendar disappears, which is a great way to help um keep yourself focused on what you should be doing, as opposed to dragging work home with you. And then the other example of that is email, you know, and you can have it say, only show me my work email account when I'm in work mode. And then when I leave work mode, don't show me my work account. Have have you ever had that happen to you? Like where you're somewhere having fun and some darkness inside of you causes you to open your email application and it just totally chills your vibe. Is that Uh, that, that the right term, Uh, chill your vibe? I'm not sure. I mean,
1: yeah. It, it it doesn't really happen to me i have to say because i'm very fortunate i love my job and the people i work with i'm yes. i'm i'm aware that i'm very lucky with that um but uh, you know it it definitely has happened you know like i've been like on holiday at the airport and i'm still setting, seeing like messages and stuff come in um and i know part of this is is uh my fault for doing things like installing work slack and stuff on my phone yes. um and you know there's no obligation to um but you know it's nice that we are getting these filters through Though something you said there david um can you have like an email account like not included in the default um but then have it in the focus modes because that's what i've been struggling with um because what I've been doing um, and I'll just walk people through what I've been doing so that they get a bit of an idea. So I, I go to the settings app, I open the uh, focus section and I go to the work option um, and um, uh, be- bearing in mind this is op- opt-in versus um, opt-out now for each focus mode. So I've got it set up for you know times and places and so on. And then I've set the filter inboxes to my specific inbox, which is great uh, but I don't see a way to filter my inboxes um, by default when I'm not in a focus mode, unless I use say a custom home screen icon, which I'm very open to doing.
0: Okay. I'm not sure I understand your problem. So when I, if you go into work, well, I don't focus, want to
1: see my work mail when I'm, or I don't want my work mail included in the all mailboxes list when I'm not in my work focus mode.
0: Uh, um, well, let's um, see, see, I haven't faced that because I actually have a personal focus mode, which we're going to find out about later. I am I'm in focus mode 24-7. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I have never quite got into that habit. Um, and that is something that, again, I'm I'm considering doing now uh, because um, previously focus modes were you had to opt things into your focus mode. And my problem with that is, uh, you know, I, I had to opt too many things in to various focus modes and con- continually update them. So the fact that the focus filters exist now means that this is going to be a lot easier, I think, because uh, you know, going back to your thing about the calendar, I'm also really pleased to see um, third-party applications, uh, including the FlexiBits apps, Cal- um, CardHop and Fantastical, both support Focus Mode filters. Um, so I can have my 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 filters, uh, you know, my contacts and calendar filtered in my preferred apps uh, for uh, exactly what I wanted, uh, which is really nice because I already had calendar sets in Fantastical. Um, so I'm just able to reuse those, which is great.
0: I want to get back to this idea of inclusive versus exclusive filters because I think it's a huge deal, but let's just, before we get there on these focus filters, in addition to the ones Rose just mentioned, drafts has focus filters. Oh yeah. Because it's drafts and it has focus filters.
1: Yes, I, I I'm loving this. Um, you know, if, if there is anything that you should expect from Agile Tortoise, it's that they they do their absolute best to implement all the new iOS features. You know, for as as early as they possibly can. Um, and uh, this this was no exception. So, uh, drafts allows you to filter by uh, workspace. Um, but not only by workspace, you can go further. So. Um, I should note that what you can do for a drafts workspace, workspaces are their pro features, um, is that you can say, um, hey, uh, the workspace should be associated with this action group and this action bar group. The action bar being uh, the bar that you would see above a digital keyboard on an iOS device or at the bottom of the screen um, on uh, an iPad or similar with a a keyboard connected or the Mac. Um, But you can override those. If you want to. So if you have like the same workspace that you would use in a few different uh, places, um, then you can actually, you know, customize this and say, no, actually, in this particular case, I would like to change the action group, the action list group or the action bar group to that. And you can also have it open a particular draft. I really like that idea. Um, uh, You know, I'm considering making a packing focus mode, David, for when I'm, you know, packing to do various (laughs) things and it will like pin the current draft um, at the top. Um, well, that that that's what I need when I'm when I'm hacking. Like I, when I reopen drafts, it always needs to be the same draft. Um, you know, unless I specifically open another one. Um, and you can also even you know choose specific drafts. But it's it's pretty cool. I'm I'm very much liking this.
0: Yeah. So with drafts, not only can you have it like open up the the group of drafts related to work when you're in work focus mode, you can have it hide them and show your personal ones when you're in personal mode. And like Rose said, if you create custom actions in drafts, you can have only the custom actions related to work show up. It's, I mean, I never expected drafts or any notes app to take part in this feature, but of course it was drafts. And of course you immediately see the benefit of it. And
1: Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, there is another notes app, which I feel uh, is worth uh, a shout out for for this, because they've added not only focus mode support, Um, but they've also added shortcut support, and that's Agenda. Um, Agenda previously um, was all in on the URL schemes, and they've still got those, to be clear. But they have decided that they're implementing focus mode support, so you can filter by categories. So you can create categories of projects in Agenda, which is um, pretty nice. So I've got, you know, my work category is selected, obviously, for work. And then, of course, they've added shortcut support so that you can, uh, you know, um, make the most of uh, more of these things. But I, I really like not only that you have um, all of uh, the options that you can filter by and, you know, there's other things that are here um, as well. Like uh, Noir has um, a focus mode filter. And you might be thinking, wait, what? Noir, it's it's the dark mode, uh, like browser extension for Safari. Yes, it is. Uh, but you can set it, like you can toggle it. So if it's usually on auto then you could set it to explicitly on or off in certain focus modes, and you can choose the theme that it uses as well. Um, but Streaks, the habit tracking app, uh, has support, um, and uh, focused, um, the Pomodoro timer, um, also has uh, filter support for the session groups. But I think David, I think possibly my favorite one is Safari and those tab groups, yeah. because I've been I've been going all in on the tab groups. I'm really liking it. Uh, I did. I do keep getting caught out a little bit, though. Uh, Safari Technology Preview and Safari do not share tab groups. And this confuses me every once in a while because I will go to look for a tab group on my Mac because I, I like to use Safari Technology Preview there. The purple icon may have something to do with that. Anyway, um, you know, and so and I'll look for a tab group and be like, hmm, where is it? Oh, right. I created it in Safari on my iPhone. So it's in Safari Safari, not Safari Technology Preview Safari. But uh, it's it's working pretty well.
0: Okay, a couple of questions there. Is um is the Safari tab groups implementation with the uh, prior to Ventura app max uh, working with this because Yeah. Okay. So I have been kind of holding off on tab groups because I wanted to wait until my my main machine was on Ventura but I can't do that yet cuz you know, betas and audio recording and screen flow blah blah blah. But the um but yeah, if it's if it's compatible, then I need to actually dig yeah, yeah. into
1: that. Yeah, the tab groups haven't changed themselves. All that's happened, I say all, because clearly the folks over on the Safari team have been working super hard on this. Yeah. Uh, they've just added about sixteen thousand shortcuts, uh, yeah. actions, um, and of course they've got uh, all of the 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 uh, focus mode filters. But you can access a tab group, um, you know, um, at, at any stage, regardless of whether or not you're in a focus mode. Um, so you, you'll need to set it manually on your Mac for the time being. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, it, it should be, uh, good to go. I'm actually already seeing as well shared with you. Oh, no wait, Shared with you is not the tab groups that have been shared with me. It's the links that have been shared with me. Um, because shared with you is getting an upgrade with, um, or got an upgrade with iOS 16 and, uh, will get an upgrade with macOS Ventura, but obviously, uh, Ventura is not out yet, but I can see, uh. Uh, you know, links that have been shared with me already, which is quite nice.
0: I do like tab groups, so I'm with you. I, I think, oh, yeah. and I think that you know, this is a nice way again to limit what you see and truly use a focus mode. I want to go back to one other thing you blew past. Um, mm-hmm. Agenda. You're using agenda, but you also use Obsidian, and I think you use Craft too. Where does agenda? I do f-
1: not use Craft. Okay. I am. I'm. I'm not on the Craft bandwagon. Not because Craft um, isn't. Uh, uh good it, it just doesn't work for my brain uh block editors like that where i can't just you know do whatever it is that i like with the text it 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 drives me crazy for some reason but i do use agenda yeah. um an agenda fits into my life basically because um i create notes uh for um just what is going on in my day at work of Hey, these are the things that I need to do on this day or that day and so on. And uh, I, I just throw that in agenda because it's assigned to a specific day, um, which works really nicely. Um, and then, um, yeah, I just, you know, basically end up having um, the information that I need and I can go through it in a calendar style. So I I can actually, um, I've, I've created some uh, drafts. I've got my own work drafts uh, action group. Uh, Because, of course, I do. Um, But it gives me the option to um, say, like, hey, so this thing that I was, like, scribbling down, like, it's not super relevant to life particularly. Like, I don't need to keep this around, but I do want to keep this around. So I'm going to save it into agenda with today's date on it. Because if it's in agenda with today's date on it, then, you know, I'll be able to uh, find it um, uh, if I need to look for it in the future. Whereas if it's something that I'm going to keep around and it's, like, it's in my personal reference system... Then it goes into Obsidian, um, but uh, Agenda is kind of like a cross between planning and logging what happened. Um, yeah. And uh, of course, when I when I create uh, the the agenda notes for a day, then I save because Agenda's got UUIDs for each note, so I save that UUID into DataJar so that I can then um, you know look it up. Because uh, what happens when my work focus mode starts is it pings my Pushcut server. Um, and the push cut server goes, Hey, I'm going to find or create the agenda note for today. It looks in data jar to see if there is a data jar, um, entry for today. Um, and if there isn't, then it creates one with a little template that I've got another other than that. Um, it just, you know, that's at the end of story. Um, but that, that works pretty well, uh, for me. And it means that I just always have like a little place there where I can just dump things. And if somebody says like, Oh, Hey, would you mind doing this thing? Um, then I've got a place to put it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that works well.
0: So just tracking kind of work projects and communications and it's a lot prettier than Obsidian. It's a lot friendlier on iPhone and iPad. I get that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, uh, they have a pretty nice model as well, where you, um, buy updates for a period of time. Um, and then, you know, you'll get like all the new features and everything released during that time. Um, and after after you're you're done with it, then um, basically you can uh, just like either continue and pay for another year and get more cool new features and so on, or you can stop, but you'll have all the features that you had access to and like basic free updates from then on. So that's quite nice.
0: I want to go back to something now. Um, We have um, talked about a major change in, in focus modes that I think everybody needs to understand is inclusive versus exclusive exceptions. And um, they, are, they don't use such nerdy terms in shortcuts, but I'm sorry, in uh, focus modes. But when you go to set a focus mode list of people, you can say silence notifications from these people. So it's excluding certain people. Certain
1: people. Or yeah. you
0: can say allow notifications from these people. And so this solves a big problem because, you know, previously you had to specifically allow each person And you may have some modes where you really only want to silence a few people and you're okay with the rest of the world. Well, in order to do that, you had to sit there and manually pick every person in your contact list. That was Uh not going to happen. So so now you can do it where you can say, okay, for instance, like a personal mode for me is one that was very difficult before iOS 16 because... Personal mode means I'm generally, you know, game to talk to people, but if there's someone in my work life, that's annoying, I can cut them out. So that's where I would use the silence from these people option. And they have the similar feature for apps. So you can say, let all apps through except these or only let these apps through. And so suddenly you've got two ways to look at each focus mode, which to me is a complete game changer.
1: Yes. And it's the same for apps, right? So you can say like, hey, I just don't want notifications from these apps now. Thank you very much. Uh, But everything else is good. Because that was my biggest problem with focus modes before. Not only did I have to sit there for ages and manually go through and pick out all of the contacts um, or, you know, do, you know, whatever it was, but I I then had to continually update it, download a new app and enable notifications. Don't forget to update your focus modes, Uh, add a new contact. Don't forget to update your focus modes. And that is something that's very easy to do. And uh, the the thing that for me, unfortunately, is still kind of the real killer is that um, I can't just blanket allow the no caller ID. Um, And I get why I can't just say like no caller ID always gets through because for most people, this would be problematic. But there are a few services in my life, like my doctor's surgery being one of them, which when it calls you calls from no caller ID. Um, And that just makes my life very, very difficult when it comes to. Uh, you know, the focus modes uh, with the phone app. Um, I have tried Blanket allowing the phone app and I'll need to uh, borrow, I guess I'll borrow my mom's phone this weekend um, and uh, withhold the uh, caller ID before dialing myself um, and just see uh, what happens um, when I do that um, and see if it it still comes through. Because if it does, then I can start using, uh, you know, personal focus modes for more than I already have. Um, But uh, it's pretty great. I'm very pleased at this little combination of things that we now have for our focus modes, because you've got your lock screen, which um, you've got, you know, your different uh, wallpapers, you've got different widgets. So I have different widgets showing me different information um, for, um, you know, personal versus uh, work things versus, you know, when I'm uh, in my fitness focus mode and so on. Um, And, uh, you know, and your watch faces and then, you know, allowing or disallowing apps. And that, that for me works really well.
0: It's just so much more powerful, and there's so much more you can do with it. There's a couple other new features, but I'd like to talk about those as we go through our actual focus modes. Let's do that next.
1: Sounds good to me. This episode of Automators is brought to you by Text Expander. When you work in a small team, every moment counts. You don't want to be wasting your time finding video conferencing details to send to a new client, and you don't want to be tracking down the same FAQs from the company website. These are the kinds of things you want at your fingertips so you can get your work done faster and that's why you need TextExpander. With TextExpander, you can access what you type the most with just a few keystrokes, allowing you to work faster and eliminate repetition, letting you focus on what matters most to you. TextExpander's powerful shortcuts and abbreviations streamline your team's work. All you have to do is type a short abbreviation and TextExpander does the rest for you. You just build and collect your most commonly used phrases, messages, URLs, and more, right within TextExpander. Then create your chosen abbreviation and they'll be with you wherever you type. You can even customize the snippets by having them automatically add in dates, fill in the blank fields, timestamps, and more. This will make sure that you still keep the personality and the communication you send. TextExpander is available on any device you own across any app you use on Mac, Windows, Chrome, and iOS. One of the things I love using TextExpander for is making sure I use the right name for whatever it is I'm trying to do. So sometimes things change in terminology and we need to start getting used to the new names. One of the ways that I make sure I do this is by just updating my snippets. It can be the same if you move house, change email address, or, you know, update your phone number. If repetitive typing is getting you down, you need TextExpander. Check out TextExpander today at textexpander.com slash automators and you can get 20% off your first year. That's textexpander.com slash automators to say goodbye to repetitive typing. Our thanks to TextExpander for their support of this show.
0: Okay. The first thing I guess we should say is that there's a limit on the number of focus modes you can install. It's 10. Yep. I don't know why it doesn't seem to me like there's really a good reason to limit it to 10. Like I would like to have a focus mode for each of my podcasts, but I can't because I don't have room for them, but the, uh, um, yeah. uh, but Rose and I are both, um, you know, we're both abusers. So we both have 10 focus modes <laughs> and, yep. uh, I thought it'd be fun. Let's just go through them and explain anything, what what we're using them for, how we've set them up, any kind of fun automation or other cool things we're using to make them work for us.
1: Yeah. So I guess we should uh, start with just the uh, the good old list, right, of yeah. uh, what our focus modes are, and then we can circle back because we're going to have overlap in some areas, right? Like yeah. we've both got a sleep focus mode, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, that that seems to me like you know we're definitely going to have that. Um, and I also have a driving focus mode, um and uh, uh, I've already mentioned my fitness one several times. Uh, obviously there's podcasting in here. Um, the do not disturb one won't go away; that just exists always. Um, and um, then there I also have holiday, as in like I'm on vacation. Um, reading. Um, screencasting. Um, and uh yeah, I believe that's list of my focus modes now that I, I've covered. I don't quite have ten. Um, but almost. What about you, David? What's your list?
0: Uh, do not disturb and avoid it deep focus which i'll get back to disneyland driving personal podcasting production reading sleep and work
1: excellent okay so we've definitely got some overlap there and i feel like we need to start at the end of the day with the sleep because this is the one that's going to be common to everyone and just uh see see what we've got there with our with our settings uh and what we're doing Um, so, um, I should note for anyone who goes, well, I don't really like the sleep feature that's built into the health app because it's, you know, got the specific schedule in, and that is the only way you can schedule the sleep focus mode uh, as a side note. Uh, don't forget you can, of course, manually enable and disable focus modes at any time. Um, and, um, you can also use enabling a focus mode as a trigger. Um, and so what happens for me when I enable focus modes, um, uh, or at least my sleep focus mode and this is a little bit of a, um, a, a sneaky trick that I do is I use a focus mode um, to check um, basically what, what kind of uh, focus, like, you know, thing it, it is that's triggering. So say it's my sleep focus mode. Um, at the weekends, I don't have an alarm set. Um, and if I go to bed late, well, I need to make sure I, I, I get enough sleep. So my sleep mode triggering uh, uh, or turning on is a trigger. And then if it's uh, the weekend, if there isn't a wake up alarm set, then what it does is it turns my sleep focus mode on for eight hours. So that it no so I it won't just continually be on all weekend, but you can turn a focus mode on that's already on to set it to have a specific end time. Um, so that that's a little workaround that I have there. Um, but I've obviously gone with, you know, like a, a nice dark theme. So I've got the moon wallpaper um, as my wallpaper. And I've got some uh, customized home screens, which have got things like my Uura sleep tracking. I've got a, an Ura fi- um, fitness ring um, on there. And then I've got a custom drafts group, um, which um, has very few things in there um, on purpose, just so that I can't see what I've already been creating. So if I'm making notes, then, you know, it'll only be, um, you know, the things that I've, I've created overnight. Um, Noir sets everything to dark mode. The appearance is set to dark. Low power mode is on and I'm filtering my calendar sets as well. Um, but I haven't excluded or included people just because they don't really get through any uh, anyway. Or um, it says uh, it, it's literally not allowing them from anybody, uh, from any app or from any person, just because when I'm in sleep focus mode, I should be sleeping. I don't want any notifications. Um, so uh, that's that's kind of what mine looks like uh, to start with, David. What about you?
0: Yeah, my, this is one of my simpler focus modes. Um, I do let people through, but it's like my kids, my wife and my sisters. It's it's just people who would call me if there was an emergency. And when you have kids, it's really hard to ever not let them through. Um, So I have some people that get through, but I also have in there, it turned on to allow repeat calls. will ring it through. So if someone calls uh, multiple times and I, and I um, go up and down there, there's a feature there where you can say, well, also allow anybody that's in your favorites And um, I've currently got that turned on. So if Rose called me at two in the morning, my phone would ring. But the... um,
1: Yes. Yeah. I've actually got those settings as well. I was just looking at the the people section where I've not explicitly opted anybody else in there. It's only my favorites. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And really, that's overlap for me. If I turn favorites on, I don't need to create carve outs for my immediate family because they're already in my favorites. But this is one of the simpler ones. I don't put on... Custom screen. I I had done that for a while, where like I had the Kindle app in there and like a big analog clock widget, and like so like if I wake up and I look at my phone, it'll give me kind of like nighttime related apps. But then I realize, you know, if I look at that screen at two in the morning, I've already lost the battle. So there, I don't try to make it attractive to me to look at the screen at two right. o'clock in the morning. And yeah. um I don't sleep with my watch on every night. I do that occasionally and I just haven't decided now that I have the super battery, maybe I'll do it more often. But the um mm. but the default sleep watches, watch is watch race is already good. So this one is one of the easier focus modes for me in terms of, you know, features that I'm that I'm using in it.
1: Yes. Yeah. So for me, um, on, on the lock screen itself, I actually do have some widgets, um, because I have, um, just, uh, like a quick one to create a draft. Um, Um, because that way I can just very quickly like, go right. There's a thing in my brain. It needs to get out of the brain and needs to be somewhere where it will be found. Um, and, uh, so I've, I've, I've got uh, a new draft one. I also have um, the the Ura sleep uh, um, icon and uh, then I've got one for my alarm so that I will know, you know, like what alarm uh, is going to be going off. Um, I think it was the alarm. Yeah. The next alarm. Uh, I've got the large next alarms um, in there, which of course has to go on the left. Um, and then I've just changed the the date at the top to also have the weather in there just because if I'm waking up a little bit early in the morning, you know, it's nice to see what that is. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I, I've I got a little bit of extra stuff there, uh, but nothing too crazy. Um, it was mostly just about like allowing me before I go to sleep to see how I slept the night before um, on, on the home screen and so on because I've got custom widgets and so on for that. So that's uh, quite nice to have.
0: I think we're good with that one. Do you want to talk for a minute about the reading one? That's another one that we both had.
1: Yes, yes. So my reading focus mode um, is, uh, pretty simple. Um, it, 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 um, turns on, uh, or I, I have it, um, ask me to turn on when, it, when I open say, um, the, uh, books app or the Kindle app. Um, but it doesn't automatically turn on because I do, you know, pop into those apps to, uh, to check, uh, various, um, you know, things, you know, there's reference books in there, but, um, I do have an NFC tag on my Kindle case. Um, which I can tap my phone to. And that does just automatically, it toggles my focus mode status. So if my focus mode is on, then it turns it off. And if it's off, it turns it on. Yeah. Um, and um, basically, uh, all I do is uh, really is um, the, uh, the home screen that I have, um, it's uh, the weather one, uh, but I have it dim that weather one. Um, so um, uh, it, it's showing me the weather and everything, which is uh, quite nice um but uh then I, I i have that dimmed option which is uh you know it's it's just it's just quite nice to have that dim lock screen feature um so that it's not quite so enticing and attractive uh compared to everything else um i don't have notifications silenced i don't have uh notification badges silenced uh the people what i did is i went into the notifications and i changed it to silence notifications from um and i did the same with apps um there are potentially some apps which may end up going into that silence list, but if it's something that I don't want disturbing me while I'm reading, then it's probably going to lose its notification privileges full stop. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I don't really uh, have uh, a lot uh, else going on there. I have looked at doing uh, the other focus filters. Um, but until the Books app and the Kindle app maybe get um, some options to let me customize the shelf or category of books that i'm looking at i don't think i really need to uh to filter a whole lot there um oh one thing i do do uh, i change my watch face as well Uh, i have a reading watch face which is just um it's the duo one so i get the time in in uh two colors which is quite nice um but other than that there's not a lot there what about you david
0: okay i um i do once again have people filter on and and something i didn't mention earlier as i look at this is you know the 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 uh, allow calls from is separate from allow people to notify you. I mean, yes. And, and that's one of the shortfalls of the current iteration of focus modes is that you need to manually add the people. And I know it's better with the inclusive versus exclusive list, but I, I really think they should allow you to use contact groups just like they use, you know, you can use favorites for calls, but you can't say allow all favorites to, you know, give me notifications or, Anybody in my client's folder can give me notifications, but nobody else can. I mean, there's a lot of ways you could slice and dice it using the calendar groups. I'm sorry, the yeah. address book the groups. The contact groups, yeah. yeah. And they don't give you that ability. So like, for instance, when I let my wife notify me on almost any focus mode, um, I just have to manually add her. But my wife and kids are a group that I almost always allow through. Wouldn't it be great if I could just say, you know, nuclear family or some, you know, make a a small group with just those people in it or fellow podcasters for you, Stephen and Mike. And uh, I can't do that. I've got to go through many ads. I, I don't really like that.
1: No, I do wish that it it was a little better because when you go to add, um, if you look in the context view in the in the top left, there is lists. So you can go back and you're like, great, I can choose a list. And then you tap on a list and you select the people in it. Um, And that to me is quite sad, especially uh, if you work somewhere which has an address book that automatically updates. You know the people that you probably need to be talking to during your working hours. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't automatically update with iOS. I have filed that as feedback before, um, and uh, so you know I'm kind of just waiting, I guess, uh, for somebody on the Focus m- Mode filter contacts team to pick that one up and and do that. But it would be really nice to have that be a dynamic group um, that updates. So,
0: fingers crossed. I I have a custom home screen for this. Um, and it's got the kindle app on it it's got the audible app it's got the uh, apple books it's got obsidian there because i take a lot of notes in obsidian as i'm reading books a lot of times mm-hmm. i see something that adds to an idea so i can just go in there and do it um i also have the reader with two es app in there so i kind of consider reading um, oh yeah RSS. News our- yeah in the same yeah. kind of context as reading and I do actually, I'm pretty careful about, um, you know, letting people through again, because if I've taken time to read, I don't really want somebody calling me to talk about, you know, changing the tires on the car or whatever. So um, there's that. I uh, I set the appearance to dark with the, um, with the uh, appearance filter because I just kind of like that when I'm reading and it, it just kind of once again helps me get there. And um, I have a simple watch face uh with no notifications on it it's i really like the uh, meditation watch face kind of the blue shaded one and it, i don't uh, it doesn't show the date or anything it just puts the time on my watch face and i kind of like having that as well so you know when i read i kind of want to back away you know it, it's like yeah. you know when you hear people who just like a kindle cuz no interruptions well i kind of create a no interruption machine using yeah. focus mode on my devices
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and, uh, you know, I might have to look into the, uh, a custom home screen for reading. Um, you know, I already have things like drafts and so on on my home screen, which I'm going to make any note, I'm going to make it in drafts and then send it where it needs to live afterwards.
0: Yeah. that, That that's the reason you talked about that with sleep mode. That's the same thing I have in my doc. I have like a choose from menu shortcut list and the top one is new draft. So yeah. that's the way I always trigger it. I don't really need to create a special slot for it on the home screen, but it's there. Um, yeah. One thing you mentioned, I actually want to call attention to, is dim the lock screen is actually a very powerful feature now. People don't realize. Um, yeah. Now with the iPhone 14 Pro, it when you put it into always on mode, it does display kind of like a darker version of your wallpaper, and it seems like a lot of people don't like that. I mean. Just listening to a couple of podcasts and reading the last couple of days, that seems to be a feature that is not landing well with a lot of people. I think
1: it does continually confuse me. I keep looking down on my phone thinking, oh, right, uh, I forgot to turn my phone off and then realize, no, that it's, it's the home screen. Um, and, uh, then today I managed to leave my phone unlocked on my desk all day long, uh, on like the, the, uh, I was, I, I swiped into the notification center. I don't have my phone auto lock, uh, most of the time because I'm just at home and it's only me around. Um, but I, yeah, I left it on the notification screen all day because, uh, and it was full brightness. It was on charge at least, uh, because I, I forgot to lock it because I keep getting confused. Is it locked? Is it not locked? this dim home screen feature is available whether or not you use the custom settings it's just in the options um and that that is very nice uh it just you know means that like i've i've got uh for podcasting the uh wallpaper is the black one with the colored sort of bubbles that float around and those bubbles are nearly indistinguishable when my um dim home screen uh dim lock screen filter is on which is just great i really like that
0: yeah and as an example, I use the SF symbols of the microphone in the center of the screen for my podcast mm-hmm. home screen. And so when I look at my doc, and even when it's the always on is on and it's dimmed, when I see that microphone, I'm like, okay, I'm podcasting right now. And that's, that's kind of a good way to keep my brain on task. I actually like it. I do think that if you're out there and you you're trying it and you're not totally satisfied with it, I would really recommend Give it a couple of weeks because I I've had uh, 10 days with this phone as we record the show. I'm totally used to it now. It doesn't bother me. I don't like mistake it and I kind of like it, but if you don't like it, if you decide you really don't like it, you can go in focus modes and throw the switch for dim lock screen. And when you do that, the effect is the wallpaper disappears. And so if you're in podcast mode and I put it on the dock, And it goes to always on mode. I'll see the time and I'll see my widgets and I'll see the date, but I won't see the wallpaper and you can do that for all of your focus modes. And then you don't have wallpaper on your always on screen display anymore. I mean, that's, that's a solution. It's probably the best solution at this point.
1: Yes. And I have to say it is really nice because if you are, you're in a focus mode, then that shows um at the bottom of the screen as well, um, along with the number of notifications that you have. So you can see like, hey, there's something that needs my attention potentially, but it's still not screaming at you going, Hey, me over here, yeah, the thing that's lit up. Yeah, me over here, hey, 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 how are you today? Um, uh, you know, it is, you know, quite understated. Um, I found that I'm I'm being a bit more selective about my wallpapers um now, which is possibly not the effect that Apple intended with the whole, you know, fancy new um uh, lock screen with the the portrait mode um so uh you know what we'll, we'll have to see uh how that goes but for me i found that you know darker wallpapers um with with pops of color on them are working very well um in combination with this sort of thing um but yeah i will have to try out uh the personal focus mode filter a bit more which i'm wondering maybe david we should talk personal focus mode next
0: This episode of The Automators Podcast is brought to you by Electric. Unbury yourself from IT tasks and get a free pair of Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones when you schedule a qualifying meeting. Just go to electric.ai slash automators. Turning a small business into an empire takes work, and you have to keep your ear to the ground for things that will help you take it to the next level. But this can be hard when your attention is pulled in different directions, because That's the reality of being a boss. The team over at Electric knows small businesses, maybe like yours, face these challenges. That's why they've solved this problem for you by operating as your IT department. Instead of spending your time sorting through unused application licenses, setting up employee laptops, and answering never-ending IT questions from your team, you can build that empire. With Electric acting as your IT department, you can get back to what you're good at. Plus, you get a really cool IT platform to see and manage everything. One of the most important things to learn as you start your small business is the importance of delegation. And just because you can do everything doesn't mean you should do everything. And IT is one of those things that you should definitely delegate. Your employees don't need you provisioning their laptops. They need you planning how to make the business successful. For Automator's listeners, Electric is offering a free pair of Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones for taking a qualified meeting. Talk to them, get them to help you out. Go to electric.ai slash automators. Once again, that's electric.ai slash automators. Go there now and get your free pair of Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones today for scheduling a qualified meeting. And our thanks to Electric for their support of the automators. Okay, we're going to talk personal mode. So mine um, is something that's very inclusive. You know, as opposed to historical focus modes for me being very exclusive, um, I uh, allow. Uh, I, this is where I silence notifications from specific people, and it it's a varying list. As people become annoying to me, <laughs> I add them mm-hmm. to the list. Currently, there is nobody. On the list. So to all my friends, my challenge is to stay off my silence list. But the uh yeah.
1: But up don't, until don't get on David's naughty list.
0: There there was somebody, there was a group of people on there up until a few days ago on something I was working on, and that's over. So I I was able to remove them. They're never gonna call me. Um uh same thing with apps, but you know, you can still, you know, choose apps to remove. So My personal mode really isn't there to be the type of focus mode that you would historically think about. Something that can really cut down on the amount of notifications you get. But what it does do is it allows me to say, okay, now I'm in personal mode and I get all of the benefits of being in a focus mode. So I can have custom home screen, custom wallpaper, custom watch face. Like um, for me, my personal color is orange. Yep. So I have a watch face with orange highlights in it and I have a home screen with an orange background and, you know, kind of personal, like that's where the Instagram app suddenly appears on my home screen. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I really like the idea of everywhere I look, there's orange and I'm realizing, Hey, it's orange. I'm in personal mode now. And then that just gives me the power to dim things. If I want you know, all the stuff we were talking about earlier, that you're facing because you don't use a personal mode. Uh, My point is it doesn't have to be super, you know, highly uh, indexed focus mode. It can be a very general open one, but it still gives you all the benefits of having a focus mode. And uh, like when I go to do podcasting green, everything turns green. When I do Max Barkey work, everything turns um, gray or blue. I'm trying to decide actually I'm thinking about switching from blue to gray on that one, but Um, I like this idea of the watch face, the home screen, the iconography, everything just like switches. And then whatever, whenever I look at any of my devices, it's a reminder of what I'm doing, you know, and like, oh, it's green right now. I look at my watch face, it's green. I'm podcasting. That's what I need to be putting my brain to right now. And, um, so that's why I did one for personal mode. It's, it's not super, uh, Fancy as far as focus modes go, but its mere existence allows me to keep in context.
1: Yes, and I think that's the key, isn't it? You know, it, it's it's really just being able to get rid of the things that you 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 don't necessarily want uh, coming in all all the time. Um, and that that for me, for a long time, you know, my problem has been, you know, like I am happy to have my work email and work Slack on my phone. But there are times when I do not want to be bothered by said work email and work Slack. You know, most of the time it's fine. Um, you know, if somebody does ping me in the evening, then it's because that there's a problem. They probably need me to be seeing this first thing in the morning, but they don't know when first thing in the morning is necessarily going to be for me. Um, and so, you know, it's it's nice to be able to see that, but equally, I don't want to have to see that all the time. Um, and so, I mean, I've already created. Um, you know, I've got the holiday. Uh, focus mode or it's it's kind of a vacation mode it's explicitly set up for um like i am in the process of traveling which is similar to this but i think i need to revisit the the personal focus mode again and look at this some more because i i really want notifications from the vast majority of my apps and the vast majority of people um and uh you know i just want things like when i open mail i want it to filter my inbox to not include work um, and so on, so that I I just don't have to deal with that. So I'm I'm very much hoping that uh, I'll be able to install macOS Ventura day one on my uh, on my Macs, and uh, then I can just enjoy uh, this uh, feature everywhere once we get it uh, on those.
0: Yeah, that is one of the complications right now. Is you know this that they didn't get everything released at the same time, so you've got different machines. Um, just real quick side note: What is keeping you off Ventura on your production machine?
1: Uh, well, uh, for um, the podcasting side of things, is mostly I just I, I definitely want everything working. I don't want any problems with anything. Um, yes. And I know the Rogue Amoeba apps are uh, working um, now, um, but they, they always say, you know, like stay off the betas um, because, you know, we're not going to support them day one. Uh, it will probably crash or do something because the audio drivers get monkeyed yes. with every year, uh, thanks to Apple. Um, and so they have to go deal with that. Um, and, uh, it, in, in general, it's just a case of, it's a bit more difficult to river a Mac back yes. if there's a big problem with something, you know, like restoring a, a backup on iOS. It, it's not convenient, but it's fine. Uh, restoring it on Mac OS, a lot trickier. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the holding passion of, Am I ready? Maybe I should do it. Mm, I probably shouldn't do it. I'm going to regret it if I do it. Uh, I'll just do it. No, I'm not going to do it because I'm in the middle of doing this thing and I really need my machine to work. Because that's the other thing, you have to give it a couple of hours to uh, install the big updates. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm currently waiting. But I don't know, maybe this weekend will be the weekend. Um, and I'll just install it on one of my machines. I do have a, a, a laptop running the beta uh, just for beta things, which is good fun. I've got some beta apps on there that I've been trying out for folks um but uh yeah, yeah. i am not quite got there on the main machines yet
0: yeah the big the big holdup for me is ScreenFlow. they they just yeah. don't update until the the thing releases and that may not even be immediate but they they've they're very clear they're not going to have an open public beta they're just gonna they're going to you know deal with it when apple's done and uh so that's a problem because I do a lot of screencasting um related yep. to personal is one that I have that's even more focused. it's um the Disneyland one, and this one kind of comes from a specific problem you talked about you know like being interrupted in your personal time by work, and for me, some of the most sacred time for me is um Disneyland you know we spend all this money on these passes. And it's like a place that my family and I go to where we are all super engaged with each other, you know. Yep. Talking to each other. I mean, there's nothing better than a long line to sit in with your kid and find out what they're thinking about for their career or what their hardest class is. You know, it's like when you get stuck in line and you just mm-hmm. talk you find you talk to each other. So um and I've had that experience where I've been at Disneyland and got a text from a client or some kind of problem arose that somebody put on my plate that just totally diverted me and I should be better at being able to set that aside but once I know the problem exists my brain immediately at least at some level starts engaging with it so yeah. where I'm very liberal when I'm in personal mode about letting stuff through with exception I'm very um, exclusive when I'm at Disneyland. Uh, uh, I use the trick you turned me on to of using multiple locations to trigger the mode, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, you can do it. You know, I can, tr- it triggers in the parking structure and the parks. So I've got all these places that's super reliable. I've been doing that for a year. It even worked in iOS 15. Yep. So when I'm at Disneyland, it just enters focus mode for Disneyland. It changes my wallpaper to a picture of the castle. I was just thinking, I need to change that to the Millennium Falcon, I think. But either way. Um, And then the app list that shows up is very um, specific. Like, I have the battery widget on my screen. I never have the battery widget on my screen. But when you're at Disneyland, you want to know the status of your various batteries. Although maybe I don't need to worry about my watch anymore. Um, Hourly forecast, analog clock, um, all the various Disney-related apps, and uh and the exclusivity is is very tight, you know. Um yeah. there's only certain people get through. Rose, you're on my list. You get through Disneyland. Yeah. But the um but there's just a couple people and it's basically my family, my podcast partners, which I, I guess you could argue I should I should cut you guys out that if you text me about a problem, I shouldn't hear about it while I'm there. But if, you know, there's a problem with an ad or something I need to know. And then and that's not the kind of problems I'm really insuring against. This was more no. of a legal thing than, than what I'm doing now. And then it's an interesting list because anybody that meets me at Disneyland, I put them in the inclusive, like you know, James Dempsey and I meet there pretty often, and he's in it, you yeah. know. So it just depends on you know who I'm going with in my family. But I like having that be a very exclusive personal list and the, you know, the advantages. I go there and I generally am able to engage with the time we have there and not get caught up with things. I mean, that's the exact purpose of these focus modes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. That's one of the reasons why I have the travel focus mode, which, um, you know, I've, I've called it holiday um, because that's what us brits call vacation. Um, uh, but, you know, I have this set up um, and it's using um, that really awesome. Um, what is it? The, the colorful, like rainbow. I think it's uh it's called it's called the Pride uh um lock screen. Um and I I yes. love that one. Um it's awesome. Um and uh, you can I really love the fact that they that it's um really good at suggesting photos as well um on the lock screen. Um because I, I've just gone into this yeah. to check what I was using and it's suggesting that I, I use some of the photos I took when I was on holiday in New York, which is an excellent idea and I should look into doing that. Um I, I have that one because it's really bright. And the last thing you want to do when you're in the middle of traveling is accidentally leave your phone somewhere. So, um like my solution to this problem is uh, basically, um you know, like i'm I'm just gonna make my phone as bright as possible for this. Um, and then the actual settings it it allows certain apps through, so it'll allow airline apps. like I've just got all of the airline apps permanently installed, and the Um, TripIt app um, as well. Uh, Flighty is also on the list, obviously. Um, And then, you know, uh, phone calls for my favorites uh, and my parents. And uh, again, you're in there, uh, David, uh, along with uh, Micah and and Scotty, just because, you know, if something podcasting comes up while I'm traveling, you know, it's probable that I'm going to be able to answer you and say something about it, even if I can't necessarily do something about it at that moment. Um, And uh, yeah, it's uh, also just... um, you know, nice for it sets my watch face as well. Um, it was previously using the XL watch face, but I think I'm going to change that to the um, uh, the uh, the Duo one with the uh, the two colors because that's still nice and easy to read. Um, but it doesn't yeah. really do any of the other filters. Though that said, I uh, have got a travel uh, calendar set, so I've just uh, added that into the fo- uh, Fantastic L filters. Um, so that I can reuse my travel uh, calendar set. Um, and it is actually, there is a drafts focus filter that uh, I have set up um, for, um, because I have a a packing um, slash travel um, workspace in drafts. I mean, I have two workspaces. I have a packing workspace and I have a travel workspace, but um, the the travel workspace includes everything in the packing workspace. Um, so um, yeah, uh, so, so that's filtered just to allow me to quickly and easily see that and make any notes but uh, I've I've just basically done it just to try and get rid of notifications from certain apps like the Slack for Enterprise app is excluded here so that I don't get notifications uh, from work and I've filtered my email inbox as well um, so I, I guess I should uh, you can't duplicate these but you can um, you know recreate them and I, I should do that uh, or modify my personal one to uh, be much more inclusive than it currently is uh, much more similar to that.
0: I should add, you know, earlier when I talked about my colored, you know, color focus modes so I can look at my watch or whatever and get immediate notification of what I should be doing, uh, is that I have recently switched to the Infograph analog face as Ah. my primary watch face because it gives you a lot of options. And it looks horrible in the samples, but you can actually tone it down quite a bit to where it doesn't look like um, there's a party going on on your wrist. And the mm-hmm. um, and and then I've got each one focused on color, like the Disneyland focus mode has yellow, which looks like Mickey's shoes. That's how I picked it, and mm-hmm. I didn't hadn't used yellow for anything else. But um, so it's just you know, I think with the because one thing we haven't really focused on today is you can attach watch faces to these. But I find that uh, having generally the same watch face but different features on the watch face to be a really smart way to use these. Like when I'm in the Disneyland focus mode, like I've got complications for air quality index and the temperature and and things that I don't normally need to see. But when I'm there, I do. Like I, I have a stopwatch on there because for whatever reason, Daisy and I are obsessed with timing lines. Like if anything, we have to wait for a Disneyland always want to see because they always tell you like oh this is a 45 minute wait and then when you find out it was a 20 minute wait you know i don't know it's just weird but the um yeah but i put it on the watch face because i can access it quickly and that's kind of the fun of setting up focus modes it's like oh what am i gonna do when i'm you know what what would i really like on my watch face when i am podcasting versus at disneyland and like i said earlier When I podcast, I get the local time in London because I know this really nice lady who's really good at at automation and she happens to be in the London time zone. So I want to keep track of, you know, what time it is for you when we record. And I have also one for Memphis, which happens to be the same thing as as Wisconsin for Mike. But I just Mm -hmm. I just like um, kind of customizing the faces to match what I need when I'm doing that job. And uh, I find that I don't know why I'm smiling as I say this because it it kind of makes me happy.
1: Yeah. No, I, I really like it as well. And the fact that it's so easy because I mean when when um we first got the the shortcuts actions that could trigger when you triggered a focus mode, I think a lot of people immediately went, watch FaceTime. And they were doing that, but it was uh kind of crashy and it didn't work consistently and reliably in some cases, which was a real shame. Um and over, you know, over the course of iOS 14 or 15 now it's got better. Um, and I'm, I'm impressed with, you know, the fact that the watch face, uh, thing is, is a lot better because the the problem when your focus mode turns on, that does not guarantee that your watch is near your phone, right? Um, you know, the, the phone could be, uh, on the chair in the other room and I'm sitting here at my desk podcasting with you. It's not because I brought it in here for the focus modes. Um, uh, but you know, I have been known to leave my phone in the other room. Um, and then a focus mode triggers, um, and especially if it's an automated trigger then you know, the chances that your phone is near your watch, well, it depends on who you are, right? But for some people, that's gonna be much lower than others. If it's not near enough, then it can't actually do that. So it's gonna look for the watch and try, but there's only so much it can do when it when it tries to do that. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 really impressed with how much this has improved to the point that Apple have, you know, borrowed from the shortcuts team and pulled it into the focus modes itself. Um, because they've they've been able to, to set that up um, to be a bit more consistent. And that is just great. Um, and I'm really enjoying the fact that all of this has, you know, really pulled together. And you can go further as well. And you can change your focus mode filters through shortcuts, um, which to me um, is, I'm not quite sure yet how I will be using the set focus mode filters because at least the last time I tried it, um, and this was a few iOSs ago, I'll I'll note, um, you know, uh, point versions in in the beta scheme, um, it changed them permanently for me. Um, and I don't know if you've had that same um, yes. thing, David, where you you use the the action. So every uh, focus, every app that has a focus mode filter gets a free shortcut action for set focus mode filters. Um, and you know, so I could pick, say the, um, I'll pick the, uh, I'll grab the, uh, the streaks one. That seems good. Um, and so I can set, so I can either turn on a streaks focus mode filter off, toggle it or clear it, or just set it while in, and then you choose your focus mode, right? So I could set my streaks focus mode filter while I'm in sleep to a particular category. Um, and I'll select, say my health tasks, but then, um, when I run this, it will run it, but that's not for today's sleep mode. Now, if I go into the settings, it has, um, I'm just double checking to make sure it has, um, it's actually, uh, yeah, it changed it. Um, like it was previously set to my sleep tasks, um, which are like, they're, they're not really as uh, sleep tasks. It's just, a, a um, or sorry, timed tasks, uh, is what it was set to. Um, and so it just, it changes it permanently. And I, I don't know what the purpose of these actions is um, other than maybe exposing things to Syria as well. And somebody checked a checkbox somewhere to put it in shortcuts because that seemed like a good idea. Um, And I mean, I guess if you uh, change uh, all you, you can't even change all these to ask. um, Oh, you can. So you can change this to ask each time. So you could have it run through the apps that you want to filter um, and, you know, set all of the focus modes for or for sleep or work or something but you're going to have to change that focus mode um every time or ask each time and hope that you don't mistap. Um so yeah, I'm 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 not sure yet how I'm going to use that. Maybe we'll get a uh an extension to this action in the not too distant future right of uh set the um, focus mode for like this focus. So that, like until it turns off, set it to this. Yeah. Um but yeah. I'd also really like to see um, more of the Apple apps um, hop on this bandwagon. You know, Reminders is an obvious candidate with the lists. Um, and, um, you know, the iWork one, actually, it would be quite nice to say like, hey, like folders, like these folders are the folders that I like want to be like the default folders that pop up when I open the Keynote app or the, the um, Pages app or Numbers app or something. Um, uh, and, and so on, you know, that that would be, you know, quite nice. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess we'll see, uh, I feel like one password could fit in there as well, because in the one password eight app, they've got the, um, the new feature for the, what are they called? Uh, vault groups, uh, collections, they're called collections and you can collect vaults. Um, and so you can put like two or three or more vaults together to say like, okay, this is a collection. So I've got like mine and then I've got like family, which includes the things that I've shared with my family. Um, so, you know, cause we have shared vaults and stuff. Um, but I've also got a work vault and my work collection doesn't, it includes like my personal shared stuff, which I have available for me personally, as well as at work, but it, it doesn't have like the majority of my personal stuff in there. And it would be nice to automatically change the, uh, the collection, um, for things like that. So I guess we're going to see what happens, um, with all of this. Um, but you know, there's certainly a lot that's already been done, which is great.
0: Yeah, and, and like I could see future apps like a- Apple. Why not bring notes into the game? You know, just like graphs yeah. did. You could have a display folder, or I, I could think of a, a tag filter. Tag. There's a, several ways yeah. you could do it. And, yeah, and then the other thing is this new app, Freeform, which we haven't seen yet. Seems like a natural candidate for this, where you know, mm-hmm. if you're working on Freeform collaborative work, you could have personal ones versus work ones and then have focus mode filtered for you, depending on your context.
1: Have you ever thought about starting your own business, creating a brand, sharing a wealth of knowledge with the world, using your years of experience to create something for yourself? Hover wants to help you take the first step in getting your ideas off the ground. If you have a brand you've always dreamt of building, or a business you want to take online, the first step is finding your domain name. Hover makes this super simple with clear and straightforward user experience, easy-to-use tools, and truly amazing support from friendly humans. It's never too late to step up to the plate and share what you have to offer. Getting online has helped thousands of people around the world to new heights with their businesses. I've got a lot of domains, but honestly, some of the favorite ones I've bought are kind of silly joke ones for friends, but they're also not silly because they're things like, let me buy you a coffee or let me buy you a beer so that I can make sure that my friends are getting the money that they deserve. In addition to the classics like .com, you can get extensions like .shop, .tech, and .art. And with over 400 more to choose from, you'll be able to find the perfect domain name for your business, one it's memorable, relevant, and boosts your brand. You can buy a domain, set up custom email boxes, and point it to your website in just a few clicks. And if you ever run into trouble, help is just a phone call or a chat away. Secure, simple, and reliable. Hover is trusted and a popular choice among millions of people launching any kind of brand or business. If you're ready to get your idea off the ground with the perfect domain name, head to hover.com slash automators to get 10% off your first Hover purchase. That's hover.com slash automators to get 10% off. Our thanks to Hover for their support of this show and FM.
0: We still have more focus modes to talk about, but I wanted to take a brief interlude to talk about how you're triggering focus modes. And I'm going to go first because I know that you've got some fairly complex automations you've done for this. I've tried that. You know, like I've written scripts that have calendar events trigger focus mode. So when Mm -hmm. I start podcasting, it goes into focus mode. But I keep coming back to the manual process. This is one for for whatever reason, I don't think I want to automate it. I think the process of triggering the focus modes and Apple makes it trivially easy. Like you can swipe up on the watch and there it is. You push a button or up in the menu bar on the Mac or down in the tool control center on the iPhone and iPad, but they make it really easy to set, to set them. And I find that the process of turning it on manually kind of helps my brain engage with what, you know, with the transition to the new focus. Does that make Hmm. sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Um, And honestly, a lot of the time, um, you know, my focus modes are triggered semi-manually. And I say semi-manually because it'll be another action that I personally take, which then causes an automation to trigger my focus mode for me. Yeah. But, you know, like I've so I have um, a shortcut section or shortcuts actually for each focus mode that turns on that focus mode. Yeah. Um, And the entire purpose of this is to make it much easier on macOS to turn on a focus mode. Um, and that way I can then um, use uh, Bunch or Keyboard Maestro or any app basically to turn on my focus mode. Um, and um, they they can even pass data into this. Um, and if they do pass data in, what I do when um, uh, these, because these shortcuts accept input, if there is input, then I turn it on for the provided number of hours. And so, um, you know, if uh, my podcasting, uh, uh, focus mode, uh, receives, um, the guest podcast trigger, that one actually pops up and asks me like, Hey, um, you know, like, how, how long do you want this to be on for? And why I say this pops up and asks me, I mean, I have Bunch ask me how long I want to do, uh, be in the podcasting focus mode for. You know, if I'm guesting on Clockwise, that's one thing, um, you know, that th- Clockwise is 30 minutes or less every time. But if I'm guesting on another show, then it might take longer. So um, Bunch will pop up and ask me. And the reason why I have Bunch ask me for this uh, is because uh, it also has the caffeine command. And, um, that means that then it will stay awake for that period of time, um, so that my Mac won't go to sleep while I'm podcasting. Um, and then it passes that data into the shortcut as well. Um, but what I do have in some other cases, of course, you know, you've got the Disneyland location triggers. Um, I have, um, location triggers for some things like, uh, my, my fitness, um, one, which is triggered, um, at my ballet studio and things like that. Um, but other than that, I, it's it's pretty much just built it, build it into something else so that I can have the thing that I do anyway trigger the focus mode um, rather than me having to manually do it. Um, but uh, yeah, but I think for me, the biggest automations come with the focus modes turning on because the focus modes turning on is still a big thing uh, for me um, personally. Um, and, uh, you know, I mentioned this before. When my sleep focus mode triggers, it checks if there is a wake up alarm if there is no wake up alarm um, or um, it also checks um, actually. um, So if there is a wake up alarm, it will check to see if tomorrow is a holiday. And if it is, then it turns off the wake up alarm. Um, And when I say tomorrow, I mean the day when I wake up or the day that will be in eight hours. So I just add eight hours to it. um, And then, uh, you know, and and just see if that day is a holiday. Um, And um, then, um, you know, uh, after that, you know, if there is, uh, you know, if there is an alarm and it's not a holiday, um, then it, that's it. The, the shortcut ends, stop shortcut. Um, other than that, it ju- it then turns on my sleep focus mode again. So my sleep focus mode was already on, but it turns it on again for eight hours. And this means it doesn't re-trigger the shortcut to run. It doesn't, uh, that doesn't happen. Um, it just runs once because it's already on, um, but then it, it, it will be on for eight hours and then automatically turn off because otherwise it will, will turn off for me. Um, so, you know, that, that, um, is, I think one of my favorites, um, that I have. Um, but, uh, yeah, podcasting obviously checks which podcast I'm going to run, uh, uh, or I should be recording, but, um, you know, I, I should really disable that because I've, you know, had the realization that when I start a particular, um, podcast through bunch, I can just have it give a shortcut the data of which which um podcast I'm recording based on which entry I've clicked in the menu. Um, and uh just store that in data jar to use as, you know, information to share across my devices and uh, you know, update things if necessary. Um so that I can have a different watch face for automators versus say nested folders, because that's quite fun having uh different watch faces for different podcasts, even though the uh actual focus modes are the same.
0: Yeah, I need to I need to crack that nut figure out a good way to have the watch face dependent on the show, you know, like um, so I could make it color dependent, but I'm just so used to green means podcasting that there's part of me that's resistant to, to making it more complicated. Um, but you, you covered two things there. Uh, the first one is triggering focus mode as part of another automation. I think that's the most flexible because like you said, yeah. you can use keyboard maestro or basically choose your poison and you can trigger a focus mode. We've talked about this on the show. There are so many ways to do it. And that to me is the same thing as triggering it manually in the sense that if I'm manually triggering an automation, it has the same effect. So I think that works. And then you've got the reverse of that. When you trigger a focus mode, you know, when you throw the switch on your watch, then a shortcut is triggered that does other things. Now that's more limited because it only arises from a shortcut. But as we've all seen, shortcuts is becoming more powerful and Shortcuts is now getting the ability to control other stuff, particularly on your Mac. So I think either way works. Um, that second option of where you trigger a uh, focus mode and that triggers a shortcut was very unreliable when they first released it a year and a half ago. But now it's mm-hmm. rock solid. I use it on several. And it it's just not a problem anymore. I don't think about it. It just happens. Um, yeah. Although I would recommend don't try and make them like shortcuts that ask for input and things. I think that,
1: Oh no, that gets no. in the
0: way and, and depending on what device you're on, it may not work right. And so you've got to be smart about what instructions you're giving it, but it really is pretty, pretty solid.
1: Yes. Yeah. One of the things that I actually do is I have um, the, so the trigger is um, like going to be controlled by my iPhone. So my iPhone, like my personal regular daily iPhone is the one that will be like, Hey, your work focus mode is turned on i'm going to run this shortcut but it doesn't actually run the shortcut um and this this is the little trick that i have been uh working on i actually have it tell my pushcut automation server to run the shortcut um and all of the shortcuts that i run on my pushcut automation server do not require input like they don't want me to do anything because the idea is that this phone just kind of sits in a corner and does its thing all day every day um and it you know, we'll do whatever it is that needs doing. Um, and that makes it a lot easier. Um, and the fact that I already had that kind of mental model of, right. So if it's like, I'm I'm going to have this thing and it's going to run and I am not going to be near it. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not even going to see it happening. It's just going to do the thing. Like I had that set up in my head already. So I've been able to transition that to the automations very well. Um, you know, if, if something has the the ask before running toggle, um, then sure, I'll let it ask me for input. But other than that, I'm not going to let it ask me for input because it's you know, it's just uh, going to end up with me failing to notice that my my phone or my watch was asking me for information. And now I, I have a shortcut that just didn't finish running.
0: All right. So we're running a little long. I'd like to just kind of go through a bit of a speed around with what we've got left. Yep. The first one for me is kind of a grouping. It's work and deep focus now work is uh, you know the work focus it's a classic one and i've got a home screen on there that shows like my hot list in OmniFocus. it shows today's date with a calendar list from fantastic house so my widgets and everything are planned around work stuff and work apps um, my watch face turns currently blue like i said i'm really thinking about changing that to gray but uh, you know it turns into work mode my my uh, my lock screen also gives me work stuff and I only let apps through that relate to work and i this is a bit of an evolution. I do check the notifications that came in that that got blocked out and if I see ones I'm like oh I should have received that then I'll go ahead and add the app same thing with people um but as it stands with my work mode I've got a grouping of about 12 people. So that's a pretty liberal grouping for me that gets through. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's all the podcasters, the editors, the people I work with for Sparky Media the a family. And so I don't mind because I'm working, you know, and they yeah. want to get through to me, they should get through. Um, whereas deep focus for me really cuts down. The, the, there is a bit of confusion in my brain in between deep focus and um, do not disturb mode, because I'm definitely getting close to do not disturb. <laughs> but then there are a few things I let through in deep focus that I wouldn't let in do not disturb. And uh, deep focus is just what it sounds like. It's like, OK, I really need to drill in. I've got this two hour calendar block to deal with this problem. I don't want to be interrupted unless it's really important. And so that is a much more exclusive list. But those two kind of work together for me. And again, there is a bit of a thing going on with the chemicals in my brain. When I when I push the button for deep focus, it's like, okay, Sparky, it's on. You got two hours. Mm-hmm. Do this thing. You know, yep. you got no excuse now. And um, uh, I, I like that. Um, I kind of like that pairing.
1: Yeah. So when you say two hours, there are you triggering this with like turn it on for two hours option. Um, you know, if you open uh, the focus modes in the control center on your phone. Um, And if you tap those three dots on the right hand side, then you get to say, hey, I want to turn this on for an hour or until tomorrow morning, until I leave my current location or until like the end of this event. Um, uh, Or you can just, you know, turn it on. Um, And, um, you know, that that's um, how I would usually control uh, something like that. Or are you using um, a specific automation to trigger it for a period of time or What are you doing?
0: Yeah, you would think that I was using automation. I make a podcast called The Automators, but I don't. This is a Ah. ritual. I like the ritual of it. I like turning on deep focus, and then when I'm done with the project, turning it off. Fair enough. There's something to that. It's like, okay, now I can go out and pull weeds or take the dog for a walk or whatever. It's just like the way um, sometimes manually starting timers has an effect on you to allow you to really kind of dig in onto what you just committed to uh, setting deep yeah. focus is like, it's like it, you know? And uh, I, I don't think, I think, you know, using automation for this makes sense. I mean, we made, this show is all about automation and if you were at home and saying, Oh, I would much rather just hit it for two hours. So I don't forget to turn it off. I get that, but I'll tell you, I don't forget to turn it off. You know, it's like, because, Staying on deep focus. I mean, the other thing I do with this is I actually automatically set a, a timer. So I about every forty-five minutes, it's checking in. It's just a timer to go off to say, "Are you still doing that?" You know,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Or
0: did you get distracted? And so uh, there's, there's, I've got some tricks I play with automation, but in general, I like turning it on and I like turning it off.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I have um, discovered that is a little bit broken for me in in iOS 16, and I I forgot, I need to file feedback on this, is um, I actually have a special little shortcut called set focus. And all it does is it uses the turn focus mode on option. Um, and it has got an ask for each time in the, uh, focus mode. And it's got an ask each time in the until, because, uh, until would usually be turned off time I leave or event ends. Um, what I should probably do actually, and I've just realized I should try this, um, is, uh, I should have it ask me for, um, you know, the date and the time, um, instead of, uh, saying until time, cause it's, it's almost never until I leave a specific location, um, and so um, if I do that now, it still asks me for the time uh, first before it asks me for the focus mode, which is uh, the wrong way around. It's asking for the uh, input the wrong way around. But I have that yeah. as a shortcut because um, I find I do forget to exit my focus modes. This is why uh, my work focus mode comes on at nine and it goes off at five. Um, and you know, my sleep focus mode comes on automatically in the evenings, um, and so on. They are all automated because otherwise I will forget to do it. Um, and then I will forget to undo it afterwards. And the forgetting to undo it means Rose is missing notifications and, you know, people are trying to get a hold of me. Um, you know, World War 17 could be going on outside and I'd still have no clue. Um, because you know, my notifications are turned off. So I pretty much always, when I turn on a focus mode, turn it on for a period of time um so uh yeah i guess i will have to uh adjust how i've been doing this because it's been driving me ever so slightly nuts um that it's it's you know asking me for when it's going to end um and then it asks me which focus mode i want so i may just give up and put a menu in there um and uh have it use the menu um or something um, to, uh, to get me to choose my focus mode. But either way, uh, that's, that's certainly uh, a thing. It would also allow me to slim down because like, it's rare that I'm going to want to turn on a, uh, like, um, say my work focus mode for a specific period of time. You know, it happens, but it's not standard. It's, it's not, um, you know, something that I will be doing on a regular basis. It's more like, I want to turn on my reading focus for a few hours or I want do not disturb on until, um, you know, until I go to bed tonight because I've just had too many things in my day. um And so, yeah, uh, I, but that's one of the things that I've been doing, because the fact that you can have it turn off at a specific time and you can set that has, for me, been extremely useful with uh, setting setting up the focus modes and actively using them because I don't want to get so engrossed in what I'm doing that I'm distracted from everything else. And then I forget that there was the other thing that needed to be done afterwards.
0: Um, are there any other focus modes that you've got that we haven't discussed about today? That
1: uh, I mean, obviously I've got driving uh, just limits um, the number of uh, notifications that I get like turns off notifications from certain apps. So I don't hear any blips if my phone's out of silent mode um and uh it changes my home screen as well i really wish uh it could change like it could um or i could put shortcuts on a carplay screen um of some kind or like you know you have favorites in the maps if i could have shortcuts as favorites which would be you know like um hey i want to drive here and play this playlist please um that sort of thing that would be amazing but i guess i guess we didn't have that yet Um, and screencasting for me, this is very similar to podcasting. Um, it's just, um, got, um, different home screens. Um, it's got fewer people allowed through, uh, just because when I screencast, um, I, you know, I really don't want, uh, people, uh, interrupting me. Um, and it has a custom home screen. So if I am screen uh, recording my phone, um, then the only thing on my home screen is my dock and Safari, um, in the actual home screen, which is quite a useful little thing.
0: Yeah, I have a similar one I call production, and I intend yeah. that to be screencasting or shooting video, uh, yeah. whereas you know, podcasting gets its own. And so I'm very, like you, very limiting. You don't want to be screencasting and then have like notifications pop up and things exactly. going on. So yeah, production is very limited, but it, it allows me to let, like, JF does the edits for a lot of the stuff I do, and quite often when we're getting towards the end of a field guide, we're communicating a lot, and if he needs to get a hold of me, I want him in. But, you know, it's just yeah. him and my wife and kids at that point. But that, that's the advantage of these focus modes is you can create custom ones. And uh, my recommendation, anybody listening, use all 10 slots. You know, they're free, you know, and uh, yeah, uh maybe if everybody yeah. uses all 10, Apple will add another 10. That would make me happy.
1: Yes, because uh, there was something uh, for a while where um, if you added focus modes, so uh, to be clear, there's two places. You can add focus modes in the settings uh, under the focus. And then also, um, if you go into uh, the control center, you uh, potentially are able to add them there. Apparently, I have hit the limit One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. I do have exactly 10. Um, I cannot add them anymore in the control center. Um, but, uh, this was something that, uh, folks were able to work around previously. Um, and, uh, so, uh, fingers crossed this might come back, but, uh, yeah, in the meantime, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what's going to happen there. I do like the idea of the mindfulness focus as a side note. That's, um, really like, I like the, the turquoise that they pop up um when they suggest that one um and then they don't actually like default your your wallpaper to that which is a bit of a mistrick perhaps yeah. um but that is right there in the in the settings um at any rate um as an option so yeah we'll we'll have to see uh, what enhancements come fingers crossed there'll be shortcuts control for that uh, action button on the apple watch sometime soon um and uh, you know maybe we'll uh, get to see some some other things sneaking in there too, like reminders, getting uh, focus mode, filter support. But as it is, I'm feeling like iOS 16 is doing pretty well.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, focus modes in particular, if you are interested in automation, even though I just gave a speech about how I don't automate every bit of it, but if you're interested in automation, this is something you should really spend time with because it is a form of automation and the payback is awesome. I mean, you really are able to, you know, to stay focused. And that's the challenge. I mean, I have a whole podcast called Focus. So, of course, this is in my wheelhouse. But I really hope if you're listening to it, you've got this far in the show, take some time, you know, and sit down and try and give some some mindful thought to what focus modes you need. And just once you see them in action, like when I'm in deep focus and I end that session and I see that I got like four phone calls from people that really weren't that important. Yeah. I realize, man, that paid off, right? <laughs> you know Or mm-hmm. when I'm in, when I wake up in the morning, I go into work mode and I see an email that would have upset me the night before when I was supposed to be having fun with my wife and my, my kids if I'd seen it, but now now I see it when I can deal with it, it paid off you know and there's just a million little payoffs if you set this stuff up, please go check it out. I, I know I sound preachy, but uh, this stuff really can make a difference in your life.
1: It definitely can, um, and it's one of those things where even if you don't use it all that often, um, you know, having it there, set up ready, or having poked around with it previously can be really handy. You know, like it always happens, right? You you end up really ill, and there's a crisis at work or something, and you you just can't deal with it. You know, you've got a migraine or whatever, and you just need quiet. Uh, having you know, pre-configured your do not disturb so that your spouse and so on can still get through to you if they critically need something, but the rest of the world just disappears. It, it's, it's so nice to have that as an option. And, you know, you you may find yourself using it more than you think. Um, I, I really need to, uh, set up, uh, do not disturb so that whenever I go to the cinema, it automatically enters do not disturb. And you know what I need to do? I need to borrow my dad's phone and do that as well, because he is terrible for forgetting to put his phone in do not disturb at the cinema. Um, And my mom always has to nag him about it. So I might just uh, show him that I'm doing that automatically on his phone. And uh, that'll be the end of that discussion.
0: Well, either way, I'm curious to hear, Rose, if you're able to start using a personal mode, then you'd be like me and using focus modes all day. Um, Let us know how that goes. And if you're listening and you've got thoughts on this, we've got a great forum at talk.automators.fm. Go check it out and let us know what you're doing. I'm super curious to see how people are using this. Uh, Yeah. Are you bumping up against the limit too? I bet a lot of you are. I'd like to hear, you know, what choices you've made to deal with that. Um, We are the Automators Podcast. You can find us at relay.fm slash automators. And like I said, our website is talk.automators.fm. Thank you to our sponsors today. That's Amazon Pharmacy, Text Expander, Electric, and Hover. And we'll see you next time.
1: Goodbye, folks.